Coming up today on Intelligence for Your Life, the podcast, we've got the do's and don'ts for your dating profile picture for both guys and girls, plus why you need to embrace your thermostat more often, changing the temperature in the room could actually improve your brain power, and finally, ladies, we'll tell you how to tell if the guy you're dating is a dating choreographer. We'll give you the signs that all of his moves have been rehearsed. But first, we know a dating choreographer. He works at this place, and we'll oh, tell you all about him. Oh, gosh, know, big so. time. But first, if you are anything like me and John, you are an online shopper. Well, our show today is brought to you by Be Frugal, and uh, they want you to try Be Frugal Cashback. Basically, it's free money. Be Frugal lets you learn, earn up to 40% cashback on your purchases from over 5,000 stores, including my personal addiction, Amazon. Of course, there's Walmart, Target, Macy's, and more. It's like you're actually getting paid to shop. If you think about, if we got paid to shop every time we shop online, John, how much money do you think we would have? Uh, fortunes. <laughs> Literally fortunes. So shop through Be Frugal this holiday season. Go for them on Cyber Monday and every day in between. Take advantage of the highest cashback rates of the year. So visit BeFrugal.com slash T-E-S-H, and you get a $10 bonus when you join for free. That's BeFrugal, B-E-F-R-U-G-A-L.com slash t-e-s-h try it today how easy is that to remember i just everybody wants to and, be frugal and everybody loves tesh so be frugal.com <laughs> slash tesh thank you so much hello and welcome to another exciting edition of intelligence for your life the podcast i'm gib gerard here of course with none other than john tesh how are you john i'm excited because uh we have some i was really shocked at how many people are are dating even later in life you know i was there's a whole uh, website for that <laughs> ourtime.com yeah okay i was i was saying to betsy chase one of the executive producers of the show i was saying you know i think we have too much dating research going on here maybe you should research other things she's are you kidding everybody in the office is dating all the way up to like 50 years old yeah and then you got scott myers our executive producer back in new york who's he, also dating he loves dating he's yeah. he's yeah. uh he's on the market and he is he loves the market <laughs> so maybe we should talk about what you what you teased uh, uh, earlier, which is uh, get right to it. The dating choreographer. Well, so I've noticed something with it's, speaking of, of dating choreographer. I've noticed something with Scotty Myers. Is he has he has a, a prescription that he uses every time, and each thing tells him something about it. So go ahead and and, and actually yeah, do the piece. Yeah. So the dating choreographer. These researchers say uh, their moves are well rehearsed, and they use them on every date. So this dating choreographer will do exactly what Scott... We're just killing Scotty Myers. Whatever. The whole deal. He'll take every woman to the same spot. Guilty. Scotty is. Well, can we just out that spot? What's the name of that spot? Uh, spot. 169 Bar. 169 Bar in, in New York. So and it's, it's... Look, I, I made fun of Scotty for a long time about going to that place, but he's taken me there. Not, <laughs> not on a date. I've been there. Yeah, we've been together. Yeah. Uh, they have like lobster on a stick. Yep, and, they do. And they shrimp and all that. Yeah. The place is it, is, it is like a gourmet dive bar. It is amazing. And yeah, he knows the is. chef, knows yeah. the bouncers he gets in. Yeah. So the dating choreographer, Gib, he tells the same stories, goes to the same after dinner, <laughs> walk. How do you spot the dating choreographer, ladies? And this is important for you to be able to spot that. So here, here are the signs. First, they arrange the date. They know where they want to take you without hesitation. Oh, I know okay. this place. Okay. But look, I also think that that's something that's been lost. And I, I, I would like to applaud men that are able to say, hey, look, I'm going to take you on a date. I'm going to plan the date. 
you can have a conversation yeah, about it. Right. And maybe she yeah. says, I don't like Thai food, so you can't go to your go-to. Right. But there's something about, you know, the man, like, the, I'm taking you on a date. I'm, I know where we want to go. I think maybe that's old-fashioned, but I like that. But Yeah, but I think there's probably a middle ground here. Maybe if, maybe if the guy, <laughs> as always, maybe if the guy says, uh, what kind of food do you like, you know? Yeah, chances are she, Chances are she's not going to say lobster, lobster on, on a stick. stick. <laughs> you know what I have a craving for? Lobster on a stick. Well, I don't just the place. <laughs> what are the chances you would say that? No, that's, that's the best invitation of Scott Myers uh, ever. Uh, okay, so next tip. Wherever they take you, ladies, they won't have to look at the menu. They know it, it like the back of their hand. Oh, man. You know, I got. I, I feel bad right now. You want to know why? Hmm. Because we are definitely outing Scotty mm-hmm. as a dating choreographer. I mean, this yeah. is his M.O. Yeah. When he, when he takes us yeah. there, he doesn't look at the menu. But you know the way, way a lot of ladies, and you can weigh in on this on our Facebook page, but what a lot of ladies are... Is because because there are some ladies who like to who like people who are men who are fixer uppers, right? Uh-huh. So maybe they, you know, she'll, maybe she'll be thinking, oh, I see, I see, I see, he's been here before because I I saw the wink from mm. the maitre d and everything. Yeah, but they might be thinking, hey, I I'm going to be different. Uh, he's not going to he's not going to fool me. I know. I already know he's a dating choreographer. You have to make quite the scene at 169 Bar in order to be different. A, I think this was a reach. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's just going to bail out. Uh, okay, so, and then things may also seem a little too perfect. They always have the right thing to say. They show up with flowers. The waiter knows their name. Yes. This is all. Man, this is, wow, Scotty, sorry. I know, man. He's guilty. So, and that's it. Just, that's the dating choreographer. Now, look. We need choreography, though. That's because the we, thing. <laughs> that's what I want to say is, look, it, it, Here's the, in, in the modern age of online dating, mm-hmm. it's a numbers game for both parties. And women don't act like you're any different than this. It is a numbers game. You talk to a certain number of guys in the chat part of the app, and a certain percentage of those guys get the actual phone number, and a certain percentage of those guys you actually meet in person. Well, it's the same thing for the guy. Scotty has a system in place to weed out the women he's actually interested in, and one of them is taking them to a dive bar to see how they react. If they are too snooty about being taken there, he knows this is not the kind of girl that he wants to keep dating. And we are definitely throwing Scotty under the bus here. So I apologize if anybody that's dating Scotty listens to the podcast. But that's, <laughs> there's, a, but, there's at least a 60% chance. <laughs> regardless, regardless, he has a system in place. And if you survive past that date, it means that there, you showed something that he's interested in. He's playing a numbers game too. So I think, I think admitting that they're playing a numbers game is an important part. And then also, you know, again... The choreography part just gives structure to the actual chemistry that could arise. I think, I think that's really well said. Yeah. Uh, now this brings us to another tip since we're already talking about, uh, about dating. Uh, there's this dating app that I didn't know about. I don't know about most of them. It's called Hater. Are you familiar with this? Not at all. Hater. H-A-T-E-R as in hate something. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, so, so anyway, um, it pairs you with people based on the things you both hate. Oh Interesting, right? Oh, my gosh. So the app has figured out which picture trends are the biggest turnoff for their users. So this is what you need to stop doing in your dating profile pictures. This is what people, men and women, hate. So let's start with this, Gib. Gentlemen, here's what women do not like to see in your pictures. And this is based on thousands of, uh, of postings. <laughs> a woman does not want you to see, doesn't want to see you wearing a fedora. <laughs> I, I mean, look, that, that, that hat got such a comeback from, from Mad Men and, and that ilk of, right? of guys right. wearing right. The, yeah. the old school hats. Yeah. The problem is that works if you're wearing, um, if you're wearing a tailored suit and uh, it's raining outside and everybody else wears a fedora and you're wearing like an old school you know, London fog raincoat. Totally, you can rock the fedora. 
But if you're wearing, you know, skinny jeans and a flannel, you can't wear a fedora. It doesn't work. It looks it looks overdone. And I understand. And here's the good news: a hater at the web, the hater dating website, you can both bond over how much you hate fedoras. So that's great. But but I mean, how many? The fact that fedora came up, there must be a lot of people. Oh, there are wearing. Oh, there are. <laughs> You've seen this? Because so, here's the thing: you have you have like the boy bands, the '90s. There was always one oh. guy wearing a fedora because I, I feel I feel like it's the fault of the costumer costumers who have to costume <laughs> five guys with a similar look, okay. but all with a unique <laughs> style. So you look look go look you, it up. You were able to t- tie this to boy bands. Go look it up. Go look it up. If you look at like the In Sync and the Backstreet Boys back in the day, whenever the stylist does it, there's one guy who's the lead. You know the Justin Timberlake of the group. Okay. He's got nothing on his head. Yeah. Right. Then there's the bad boy. He's got a baseball cap and or a headband. Then there's the cute one. He's got a baseball cap and or a headband based on whatever the bad boy, the opposite of the bad, bad boy. Oh they God. have to put a guy in a fedora, and then maybe they put the guy that's a little too old to be in the boy band in a do-rag to kind of youth him up. Go look at those videos. I'm 100% right. The problem is, because each one has like a different style, and they're all in the same color scheme. The problem is that that became cool, and everybody started wearing it because the boy, you know, chicks were into the boy band. People start wearing it, and then you have all the retro vibe coming up. From I, I really have my finger on the Did, pulse of this. Was this a course at the college you attended? <laughs> I mean, this is amazing the way you were able to tie this. I forgot what we were talking about. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm hypnotized. That's where those fedoras really popped up, and because cool musicians wear fedoras on stage as part of their act, guys think that they can pull it off. And look, yeah, it, there's nothing yeah. wrong with being able to pull off a look. It's just that the fedora is played out, and a lot of the hipsters are rocking it in a way that they shouldn't. And uh, and it's it's not a good if you know if you're a super famous singer with multi platinum albums you know you the fedora doesn't get in the way of that if you're just a guy you know who's a, an accountant the fedora might be a little it's tough to pull off. Well, listen, if you were driving and all of a sudden uh, you started paying attention, we're uh, we're talking about what uh, what women hate in profile photos and. Um uh, the number one was the fedora. I actually woke up. I saw this piece last night. And I woke up at like three thirty in the morning for some reason. I was thinking, who do I know? I, I know somebody who's wearing who wears a fedora. And then I realized it was the final scene in Silence of the Lambs. Hannibal Lecter is wearing a fedora when he's like in Haiti or something. Oh, yes. So if you want to be in Cuba, right, right that's and it, that's you want right, to wear right, all right, linen, yeah, yeah, yeah. wear a fedora. Yeah, if you yeah. are a Cuban expat and you live in Miami. Wear a fedora, yeah. but if you're, you know, if you're a guy who owns a candle shop in Brooklyn, leave the fedora off of your off of your profile picture. So these next two uh, are, are um, the hot buttons for women. What they don't like in the profile photos. If I was dating, they would just throw me out because they, these two. First of all, women don't like guys wearing skinny ties. I thought skinny ties were still in. I wear them. I wear them on stage. Yeah, uh, and also again, you are a multi gold. Uh, Platinum, uh, you know, o- older guy. But but you but you can pull off a look. Okay, you wore that okay. silly purple jacket on television for. Hey, hey. That, but that was a beautiful jacket. Nobody but you and Prince and and you know multi platinum <laughs> musicians can wear a purple jacket down to their mid thigh. Thank you. Uh, by the way, I'm pulling that out for the Christmas tour. Go uh, for I it. I have a purple one. Yeah. Teshmusic.com yeah. if you want to see the purple jacket. Yeah, but yeah. like you know. Bob the dentist can't take his smock off and put that on. Bob, it's not going to work. Bob, call us. Our dentist's name is Mark, by the way. Uh, and they don't. Women don't like men in jogger pants. When did this happen? Are you talking about uh, like Lululemon, like I wear, or is this? Yeah. So the jogger is a sweatpant. Lululemon makes a jogger. I actually own a pair of Lululemon joggers. I wear them at home, and they have the uh, the tapered sweatpants that that close at the bottom. They kind of they're kind of baggy through the midsection through the the um, 
pelvis, the waist, they're baggier there, yeah. and then they taper on the legs. Um, they look a little silly. I, they almost I, look like riding pants, that kind of thing? Almost. Yeah. Like a little, yeah. like a slightly more tailored right. version of a riding pants. Okay, so women, uh, according to... Oh, they're ahead. fine. I have joggers. I wear joggers. Just don't wear them in your profile picture. All right, so the, the, according to the dating app hater, that's what women do not like in the profile photos, guys. Wearing a fedora like a hipster. They don't like guys wearing skinny ties and don't want men in jogger pants. So here are the picture trends that men don't like in the uh, profile photos. Any picture of a woman using the puppy face filter from Snapchat. Oh, gosh, There's yeah. a filter that turns your face into a puppy well, face? The... There's all kinds of filters. And oh, them, oh, you guys should become them, a puppy, right? Yeah, it, like it, it senses where your face is, and it puts little ears on you and a little snout. And okay. when you open your mouth, right. an animated tongue comes rolling out, and girls think it's sakya, and guys do not like it for good reason. It's dumb looking, and you have no sense of what the girl actually looks like. You don't want to date a puppy. Girls like puppies because they think they're cute. Guys don't want to date puppies. <laughs> facts. O- also, guys, Hashtag facts. Guys don't want to see a woman in a turtleneck. Why, why would that be? I think it, it. I think it's school, Marmy. I think it's like old school. Oh, like they, yeah. you know, but it, also the neck is the, the the neck is the most vulnerable part of a woman's body, really, and that's why a lot, everybody's body. Yeah, everybody's body. It's the part oh, yeah, your yeah, head's yeah, attached yeah, to. Yeah, exactly. So it's just ask a vampire, <laughs> but your part your head's attached to. Um, so I think you. I, th- I think you want to. Maybe you're sending the message that you're not so open if you're not showing your neck. Right, and it, I think we've also been programmed by pop culture where every time they show the stuck up matronly woman. She's wearing something all the way up to the middle of her neck. Mm-hmm. You know, that Elizabethan Victorian standard of having that up there. I think guys are, uh, don't, it doesn't have the casual laid back appeal that they're going for. Uh-huh. And then finally, the number one thing that uh, guys do not like in profile photos of women, a woman wearing a leopard print. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, what's wrong with leopard print? Be- because it's attached to cougars. People, you know, they said every cougar you've ever seen has a black leopard. But dude, there's leopard print. I mean, there's there's cougar dating websites. So maybe save the leopard print for <laughs> cougar dating websites and leave it off of haters.com. And then and then Gibbs said, dude, there's <laughs> cougar websites. Okay. Uh, well, there, I mean, so anyway, that's the, uh, yeah, I know the leopard print thing sends the message to, yeah, Florida, maybe. I mean, nothing wrong with Florida. Right. But, but uh, Or uh, Michelle Pfeiffer in uh, Married to the Mob. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah, and, and that really fit her accent. Yeah, yeah. that's a that, that's a good reference. Or uh, uh, um, uh, Debbie Mason, Mason in um, Mazer, uh, yeah, Mazer in uh, in Goodfellas. Yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So let us know uh, wh- what you think uh, about uh, fedoras and turtlenecks, uh, skinny ties, and the puppy face filter from uh, from Snapchat. Snapchat. Facebook dot com slash John Tesh. Yeah, that's right. Um, let's talk about the. Uh, uh, Fascinating. See, we love these tests, right? These uh, these research groups, and we they send every research group sends us these studies. This is about how a thermostat can uh, can affect everything in your life. So, in in a study, a group of students who took a test in a room that was sixty one degrees or eighty one degrees, so mm-hmm. you know, literally twenty degrees hot, hotter, they both scored in the seventies on these tests. All mm-hmm. right. Now, that would be a C grade, of course. When those same students took a test in a room that was a 72 degrees, a mild 72 degrees. I would say s- a perfect room temperature, 72 there you go. degrees. Yeah, they scored. And we, you know, we sleep in our, in our room. It's like at 68, which is, which is supposed to be perfect for sleeping. But 72, yeah, they scored in the 90s. So basically, according to the researchers, when we're too cold, 
or too hot, that would be the 61 degrees and 81 degrees, our body uses more energy to regulate the temperature. So what happens? We have less brain power left over for the task at hand. Yes. So um, these guys, they came up with with a solution. The bottom line is to keep a temperature when you're working, especially at 72 degrees, you can perform at your best. That's absolutely true. And and our offices, our production offices are way too cold, 99% of the time. And then in in the winter, they're way too hot. But in the summer, the air conditioning is cranked because it gets so hot down there that people, um, that they, they, when they come in from outside, they want that cold, refreshing feeling. But right. if you're in all day and you come in when the sun's barely up and you leave after the sun's down, then you never, you never actually get warm. And it gets so cold that, uh, that you cannot function. It's distracting. It's distractingly cold. And our bodies start to shut down, you know? That's 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 what happens when you're when you're super cold, and obviously your subconscious brain power goes to mm-hmm. keeping yourself warm. But you also you're not comfortable and you're not able to do your best thinking. I agree yeah. that 100. percent Yeah. So 72 degrees, and if you want to uh, if you want to download this piece so that you can show your boss or your significant other, it's at uh, tesh.com. Now coming up in uh, in just a moment, um, we're going to talk about um, Alexa. And, vo- and voice-activated digital assistants in general. So they were, of course, they were designed for what? Uh, getting traffic reports, right? Playing songs, uh, uh, getting news news updates in the morning. While you can you're order pizza, stuff. even right? Oh, you can. They've got intense. Yeah, you can do all okay. kinds of stuff. Okay. Unfortunately, you can also order anything you want off of Amazon with the Alexa and or with the with the Echo, and and your kids can too. So that <laughs> I've had to cancel a few orders that way. So we have some new statistics that we're going to talk about in just a moment. More than half of electronic requests have become more personal, and uh, and the guy who is in charge of um, Rohit Rohit rather Prasad, he's the head scientist for Alexa. He says that the interaction is feeling so natural for people that the users feel like they can speak freely and they won't be judged. So people are, are asking uh, Alexa for spiritual help. They're oh, yeah. asking Alexa, uh, there, there's now a suicide uh, prevention hotline that's, a, that's attached to Alexa. That's good. People are, Alexa is people's best friend, and we're going to prove it in just a moment. Okay. Our show today is brought to you by Virtue Labs. Virtue Labs is a new hair care brand. We've talked about them before, and their goal is to give everyone the best hair that is scientifically possible. All thanks to a, an incredible new protein called Alpha Keratin 60KU, which was discovered six, six years ago by a group of bioscientists working in restorative medicine. Now, unlike most hair care products, which are sourced from animal byproducts, Alpha Keratin 60KU is a whole human protein that is identical to the keratin in your own hair. That keratin, that stuff that is in rhino horns and in your fingernails and in your hair, <laughs> it's that stuff. But what is that? Awesome. And so, and that does that does good things for you. As a result, it actually uh, resurfaces and fills in the cracks from damage to change your hair's quality and appearance, not just for a little bit, but forever. That means more bounce, more shine, more strength, more life in your hair. And now you can only find it in Virtue Labs line of shampoos, conditioners, and and styling products. So if you want that Alpha Keratin 60KU, that miracle thing that's going to solve all of your hair problems, you and I have hair problems. You know, I was getting my hair cut by our friend Ariel uh, not too long ago. It was last week, right? Mm-hmm. And I said to him, I said, you know what I really want, Ariel? I want more bounce. And he said to me, John, your bounce days are over. <laughs> so this, if I can get more bounce, any bounce, right. if I could even get just like ping pong ball bounce right. uh, and shine and certainly strength because I'm thinning, uh, I'm in. Uh, there you go. So actually, Virtue Lab products um, are formulated to address specific issues like heat damage, frizz, or in our cases, 
thinning hair, which will give you that bounce back, right? You say your bounce days are over. I say you need to do the Virtue Lab thing. You'll notice a difference after your first watch, your first wash with Virtue Labs. They're unbelievable. So if you're ready to experience it, you can get a uh, you can get Virtue at ten percent off and get free shipping with the code Tesh T E S H. So visit VirtueLabs.com V R T U E Labs.com to place your order. It's time to start treating your hair with a little more humanity. It's time for Virtue. Yeah, VirtueLabs.com. You know what? The, the other thing that that uh, I've lost my bounce with is my uh, my memory. I was I, I'm trying to like recall whenever we had whenever we're doing this show and you had like this instant recall from from uh tv shows from the 1950s which i should be yeah which yeah. i should i should be really good at i've noticed that um, i'm losing my balance a little bit with your with your brain well with, yeah, yeah. that brings up somebody that we've actually had on this show and had uh, done interviews with on multiple formats dr amen do you remember dr amen dr amen is unbelievable he just finished shooting uh, with one of our friends he just finished yes, shooting a new P- yeah a new, new pbs special um, love, love his books. Uh, what is it? Uh, I can't remember the name of his book, but we've had him on the TV show many times too. Yes, He's incredible. We've had him on this show. Well, he has been, he, he does nothing but study brain health mm-hmm. and how to make your brain. He does this thing body. called a spec scan yes. where, where you go in there and he can, and, and you can see what's going on, what, 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 what areas of your brain are shrinking. Go ahead. So you can, so his point is that your brain's history is not your brain's destiny. You can actually make your brain better including improving your memory. So if you're the kind of person that forgets their keys all the time, you can actually improve your memory. Your brain is elastic no matter how old you are. And you can learn how in the groundbreaking new book from Dr. Daniel Amen. It's called Memory Rescue. So whether you are at risk of memory loss because it runs in your family, guilty, or you're noticing your own memory loss issues, I feel like my lack of sleep with my kids, I start to forget stuff all the time. This book will actually offer answers that can improve your memory and decrease your risk for a future memory-related problems or diseases. Eamon's answers are based on proven clinical results from the tens of thousands of patients he has treated in his clinics across the country. The Eamon clinics are crazy, crazy detailed, in-depth. They do all kinds of amazing studies. We've actually talked to him about them, mm-hmm. um, how comprehensive they are. It includes brain scans. and ta- So not only do they, do they monitor your performance, they also monitor physical changes in your brain. The guy is, is an, insane, an insane level of genius. When it he, comes to brain health, he is, and and his his specials on uh, public tel- television are are so popular uh, because he has a great way of talking about his uh, his research. Uh, you can even find him on TED Talks, and we're going to have him on this program. So uh, we've we'll, had we'll, we have. Uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll make sure that we um, we'll let you know when that that happens. But this is I'm so glad he's written the new book. So if you're interested, you can uh, in getting more information on Memory Rescue, you can go to www.memoryrescuebook. Dot com. Author Dr. Daniel Amen is a board-certified psychiatrist who offers these proven methods to rescue your memory. Get a copy of Memory Rescue today. They're avail- it's available wherever books are sold, in stores or online. Memory Rescue, because your brain's history does not have to be your destiny. www.memoryrescuebook.com. And, and one more postscript on this thing, because it's not all about, you're not going to have to play a whole bunch of brain games and things, because I, I know for a fact, I haven't even finished reading this book yet, but I know for a fact that Dr. Amen is going to tell you about diet. It's so important, yes. and we'll talk even about intermittent fasting. So there you go. We love Dr. Amen. 
So, Gib, I was talking about the fact that um, these uh, voice-activated digital assistants like Alexa uh-huh. are becoming so popular. In fact, we've we've had uh, people tell. Go ahead. I didn't know. I, mean, I have one in my living room, right? And I have never experienced this until recently, where it was a commercial for Alexa, uh-huh. and and the commercial said Alexa, and my Alexa started freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and it's my first experience with it, and it was crazy. I was, I looked at my wife. I was like, Ah, oh, it's what's going on? When we were when we were on vacation, uh, we were in in the lobby, um, and there was a, a woman talking to her daughter, and she was saying, Alexa, Alexa, come here. Oh my! I couldn't help myself. I was like, "Hey, Alexa, Alexa, how old are you?" She's like, "I'm I'm 16. Why?" <laughs> Alexa, said, can I get a copy of Daniel Amen's new book? <laughs> and she said, "Do uh, do you have an Alexa at home?" And the, and the mom said, "Yes, we do. We're trying to change its name. You, you, and can. you can now. You can yeah, change yeah, the name. Yeah, you can yeah. say uh, Echo, yeah. and Echo yeah. will respond to that." So Rohit Prasad is the head scientist for Alexa, and he says. Um, with the voice activation that they've created with Alexa, this interaction thing is so natural that now what they're finding is users feel they can speak freely and they won't be judged, so almost like kids talking to dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so folks, he says, are more likely <clears throat> to excuse me, treat a digital assistant like a companion. So yep. programmers are constantly updating Alexa to respond to, let's call them sensitive questions and mm-hmm. comments, they, and they consult with national crisis counselors to get more uh, information relevant to each situation that Alexa encounters now. So some of the most common personal conversations people have with Alexa are, Alexa, I'm being abused. So ser- that's a serious question. I mean, it's yeah. a serious statement. Yeah. Um, Alexa, I'm having a heart attack. They've also heard this uh, happen. Um, Alexa, I'm thinking about suicide. Now, Alexa is programmed to respond by saying things like, if you're depressed, try talking to a friend or a family member. But if she hears, uh, I want to commit suicide, she will say something like, there are people who can help, uh, and then get the number from the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, and she gives it twice. So it's, it's fa- I, 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 I feel like this is, what's that movie with Joaquin Phoenix, Her? Yeah. Yeah, where he falls in love with yeah. the operating system, right? right. Yeah. Well, th- I mean, look, this is the first step towards a true conversational AI, right? They start with basic learned commands and that and and eventually the conversation becomes as natural as possible, and the more data that they collect, this is this is the benefit of big of big data. The more data that they collect for this stuff, the more likely that 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 that, that electronic brain is able to respond appropriately, and these programmers are doing a great job of that. Um, but yeah, the more comfortable we are talking to it, the more it understands conversational speech, the, 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 the better that whole system gets. And this is, this is step one. What's scary is when it's step 10, you know, and, and what they're able to do there. Alexa, take me through all the steps I need to perform my own open heart surgery. You know, and then she'll <laughs> oh take you through it. Because that's like this is the part. Eventually, it'll get added yeah, to one of those walkable androids, and then you have C three PO. Then you have you have those assistants. Those- as, yeah, as you might imagine, Gib is a bit of a practical joker, and uh, so I, I got uh, Connie, my wife, uh, the Alexa show. Yeah, that's which a nice is one. yeah, which is it's it's a screen, right? It's Alexa, but it's mm-hmm. also a screen. So a couple of things I want to tell you about. One is. I there was a song by um, oh I can't remember who it was um, but it was like a folk song, and w- and with the Alexa show they they actually show the lyrics as mm-hmm. the, as the song is playing, and your your eldest your your soon to be six year old is is standing there staring at the Alexa show for like ten minutes yeah and I I, I look over at Connie I go Connie look what's going on here I suddenly realized she was learning how to read yeah by watching the, how cool is that well, it, it's it, the, this technology stuff, there's a, there's a huge downside, but there's also a huge upside. And one of them is, again, that these tools can, can save your life if you're having a bad day. And, and Alexa 
can give you information about suicide prevention. There's never a reason to commit suicide. You can you can have that conversation with this digital assistant. Um, but also, you know, it, it gives kids access to all kinds of information uh, right at their fingertips, so that they're able to to have to learn passionately about it. My daughter, she's learning how to read, and she's you know slow going through the books. But being able to hear it said while she sees the words highlighted. That's a big deal in recognizing yeah. the shapes yeah. of the words, and it was being sung to her. Yeah, so, so, and then the and then the part I mentioned about uh, practical. <laughs> Connie is like all into the Christmas music, right? And so she's you know she play you know play traditional Christmas music, and so it's playing, and then Gib will get over and whisper to Alexa, Alexa, play Iron Maiden. Yeah, and then um and, and then, then I, get blamed, I, I get blamed, blamed for it. But it takes what I the reason why I love it is because it takes her a solid four minutes before she realizes, realizes that it changed. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden, it uh, clicks. Like, what is this guitar riff going on? <laughs> and then she starts. Then she gets livid, and that is that timing that I enjoy. Thirty-two bars solo. Uh, when, so uh, Gib and I and the family, we were in uh, Hawaii recently for a family vacation. Well, we recorded our last podcast while you were still there. That's right. Oh, that's right. Um, and it was the healing vacation because mm-hmm. I am now I now healed from all the madness that I that I went through, and it was great, great fun. I you know, Gib was encouraging me. I actually learned how to paddleboard finally because it was so calm there. Mm-hmm. Great, great exercise. But we were you know because of the jet lag and because of his one year old, um, we would meet every now and then at the coffee bar at five thirty in the morning. Five thirty in the morning, and and his one year old would be sitting there, uh, and there and he'd be going. Bark, 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 bark. And and I'm sitting there, I'm listening to him do that. So what is he looking at? And all of a sudden, around the corner comes this chicken. I mean, the thing, this thing had a dog head on it, and it was was huge. (laughs) It was huge with a big red face. And he's obsessed with chickens because there are there's a house down the street from mine that has front yard chickens, and so my kids love to go there and watch the chickens sitting in the chicken coop much to the chagrin of the homeowners, but my kids are all obsessed with chickens. So here was one that was brightly colored and right in their face. They were very excited. Not sure if you, if because of this, if you have spotted this trend, this, this came out of nowhere for me. Uh, so, you know, the, the backyard chickens, like your, your neighbor, they were really popular, been popular for the last, you know, almost 10 years, mm-hmm. especially the last five years. People love the eggs, but now the hippest chickens um, are are specialty breeds. They yeah. come in all shapes and sizes, and and, I'm, and they lay they lay colorful eggs. They have different personalities. So, are you ready for this? Some of these boutique chickens that people are ordering, they stand two feet tall, and they have crests that look like a feathered headdress. That's like yeah. the one in Hawaii. Yeah, that was a serious chicken. Yeah, they're silkies, which have fluffy feathers like big bird and blue earlobes, and then <laughs> Polish frizz, frizzles. Polish frizzle is the name of the chicken. It's nicknamed pine cone chicken because it resembles a giant pine cone. Um, it looks like a feathered basketball. Have you seen the ones? I've also seen the ones that have the uh, fe- fully feathered legs. Like most chickens, out of the bottom of the chicken comes this like leathery talon. But I've they, they have this one that looks like a like a hairy foot that comes out of it. It's all feathered all the way down. The, the, you know these things have been bred in in captivity for what you know three millennia, four millennia, maybe even longer. Uh, and as a result, people have have got, they, people have weird tastes. They've bred all kinds of things into them. Look at the ugly Chinese crested dogs. You know, if we do that with dogs, chickens have been domesticated yeah, just yeah, as long. Yeah. Well, um, you know, our researchers, they interviewed Paul Bradshaw. Who's Paul Bradshaw? He is an exotic chicken supplier. <laughs> and to your point, he Wait said- Wait a second. I hope, he, I hope he's single and he has to explain that on every first date. You know, he's dating a beekeeper, but what that is, apparently. Um, anyway, Paul says, to your point, chickens are like dogs and can be as different as chihuahuas are from Great Danes. Yep. 
He says, customers see these chickens as a way to get back to a simpler way of living and to scare the heck out of the neighbors. Uh, the price tag, not so simple. They can cost anywhere from 60 bucks to $5,000 if you buy a breeding pair. And why wouldn't you bear, uh, buy a breeding pair of, of chickens with giant basketball heads? Of course you would. And I just, I, I, I can't get past this, this notion, though. It's like, oh, what do you do? Oh, I'm, I'm a bank teller. Oh, oh, great. What do you do? I, I sell insurance. And what do you do, Paul? Uh, I am a supplier of exotic chickens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then all of a sudden. Yeah, that's so great. What a that's, t-shirt. That's everybody's night. For the rest yeah. of every, every, every dinner party he goes to, as soon as he says what he does for a living, that's the night. We're just going to listen to Paul talk about his job. <laughs> you know how people get really excited about the RV show? Uh-huh. I think the chicken show. Uh, oh. I, I, don't, I don't know if there is one. But it's got to be as big as the gun show, or maybe, and maybe like next to the gun show. So you know, <laughs> you go and you go, you go to the, or the RV show, and it's you go, right before the KFC show. Oh, I wasn't going there. I was just thinking that maybe, yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, I was thinking that my my family, all born in North Carolina, uh-huh. um, what might like this? Um, if there is a chicken show, I, I would like I would like to get I would like to get a ticket. I would really like to get a ticket. Okay, well now here's the reason why you might. This is such a useful podcast. Uh, it is one of the reasons well, why look, you, people should know that there are exotic chickens well, on the listen, table. Listen, you know, you and I are always thinking about talking to turning stuff into, or at least I am anyway, turning stuff into a business. Just like dogs, says Paul, the exotic chicken supplier, the unusual chicken breeds can compete in chicken shows. Okay. So now the, where do we need to go? Ohio. The best of the best go to the Ohio national poultry show. It's sometimes called, Please. wait for it, the Westminster for chickens. And they make great pets, by the way, too. They'll come. Uh, oh, here now. Here's the here's the number one reason why you have to get this for your son. They come running when your car pulls in the driveway, and they will fall asleep in your lap. Okay, oh, look, look, I'm going to Ohio. We're gonna we're gonna do a remote podcast for the, from the International Poultry Show. I think we do a documentary. I, I do too. I, you know, I, I would like uh, to see. I would like to see the best of the blue eared chickens. Wouldn't you? Yeah. I want to see a chicken with a basketball head. I, I think no, I want it. to see all of these things. In fact, I w- I'm going to look them up. Maybe I'll post them to Facebook uh, later today. But but this uh, this is this is amazing. So uh, do we do we have uh, we have time for a couple more pieces here? Of right? course. Okay. Let's, let's give people something useful. All right. Uh, apparently, and they uh, may have fixed this by the time I finish this sentence. There's a problem with the iPhone X. The camera is just way too good. Oh, and yeah. people are afraid to take selfies with it because it gets too up close and personal showing every detail. So there's this thing, and we're about to get our iPhone X's given me, uh, and Prima has the iPhone 8, and mm-hmm. it also has this true depth technology. So you yep. can shoot selfies with a depth of field effect that you would get with a really good lens. It puts yeah. your face in sharp focus against a, a blurred background. But apparently not everybody wants to be in sharp focus, which is why Snapchat filters are so popular. Yeah, that's the thing, yeah. right? Like, look... It, these these cameras have been great since the you know the the Samsung two the Galaxy two and the iPhone four came out. These these cameras have been too good, right? Ever since they've ever since they've had been able to take HD video, that's too that's too good for most people. They don't want they don't want to see their skin like that. <laughs> that's why the filters were invented. Right. Get yourself a face tune app. Right. Go into Instagram and get one of the filters and and filter the filter the heck out of that thing and and use that. I mean, not so much that yeah. it looks blurry, yeah. but but look, Barbara Walters. I'm not telling anybody they don't anybody anything they don't know. Barbara Walters has been using Vaseline on the lens for how many years? Yeah, you, that's yeah, the original you, filter. You see this Black Magic camera behind me right uh-huh. here, and you see that big hood on there? Yeah, there's a Pro Mist 1.0 right, and a Pro Mist 2. Yeah, which is a, and Mist the, is the yeah. The better the camera, the more you need to mess it up a little bit so you don't look like you don't look like the before picture for a dermatological exam. <laughs> oh, gosh, so Paul Bradshaw, the executive, uh, the exotic chicken supplier. 
Spotify was reached for comment. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> I was like, this is exciting. I seriously, I want to hang with Paul. I want to hang with Paul. And Paul, I know you're tired of talking about it, but I want to hear everything about it. Oh, my about gosh. The exotic chickens. And we can take pictures and blur them out. How about that? <laughs> I love it. Uh, one more thing to r- remind folks of, and that is that apparently women are attracted to scars. So oh, yeah. there is a chick stick scars. You, you, you know this? Well, this so is, every this, time you cut yourself, all, all my dad ever said to me growing up was chick stick scars. You know, whenever you hurt yourself, like, I, maybe just give me a band aid. But that was chick stick scars was like the big thing. Yeah. So a survey published in the Journal of Personality and Individual Differences found that guys should not sweat it if they cut themselves shaving and not put a Band-Aid on it or the styptic pencil. Researchers at Penn State University also say it's because a man with scarring is seen as more brave, daring, and masculine. And please yeah. don't, don't deface yourself. Don't do it on purpose. That, but, but I have all kinds of scars on my body. Uh, I, mean, they're the, I have the weakest scars ever. I have like a, on, my, on my big toe, on one of my feet, I, have, I had all the skin peeled off when I was surfing one time. Gosh. And, and it left a scar, but it doesn't look cool. I, you know, I don't have like, I, don't, I feel like 50 Cent, who's been shot five times and survived, I feel like he's got some awesome scars. Like that's, then you go, then you go, oh yeah, no, no, chicks dig 50 Cent's scars. Oh my gosh, yeah, I think that, yeah, if you survived that, you must think, what's the worst thing, well, worst if, thing if that could happen? If you were a soldier, if you're a veteran and you were wounded and you're a wounded warrior, chicks dig those scars, yeah. for sure. For I sure, you. you did I something nobody else is willing to do. Hey, I have one more piece. Sorry, I know this. I, I said that was going to be the last one, but it, it, this apparently is a device that it, it, it's real. It's very effective. It's selling very, very well online, um, and it's it's for people who make like me who make loud slurping sounds when they eat. So, Japanese ramen maker Nissin Those has the introduced guys that make cup of noodle, cup of noodles. I love Nissin, and they, and they make ramen, and they've introduced the coolest very, kids in elementary school always had cup of noodles. So yeah, thank you, Nissin. Yeah, yeah, and very popular on college campuses, right? Because oh, it's course. just an it's instant cheap. meal. They have developed a, a noise canceling ramen fork that gets rid of slurping sounds. The company says the fork is called Otohiko, which probably <laughs> means unslurp. I should have looked that up. It provides quote a magnificent solution for noodle slurping noise. This is the best PR gimmick ever yeah. in the world. The electronic fork detects slurping noises and camouflages them with other sounds. So this is like, um, this is sort of like the Bose noise canceling headphones. But what this thing does is it um, it camouflages the the sounds of the slurping with sounds from other um, other sounds, uh, yeah. uh, which are com- which are uh, on your iPhone. So Wait, it's com- it's a compatible app on your on your Wait, smartphone. Don't you feel like eventually those sounds are going to get annoying? Like every time you slurp uh, slurp the the noodles, you hear a slide whistle. Like at a certain point, <laughs> yeah, right. That's killer. That's I would rather hear slurping. I don't know why I ordered this thing. I think it was just to drive your daughter crazy because uh-huh. uh, she was going to want this thing. Whistle? Yeah. Um, but the company says that the the fork is going to ease friction between noisy slurpers of their cup of noodles and people who are forced to hear them. There's a certain wily coyote element to you. I'm looking at you. You have the Acme slide whistle in front of you. You just it ordered online and it showed up. And then now we're talking about these about the 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 Nissan based the you Nissan know, made. You, you know why I have this? Fork? Hand me that typewriter. You know why I have I have all this this madness is because um I you know I do this thing on stage right where it's like you know how how I got my first radio job and um and how i uh uh and i talk about old to school all the stuff. accountants listening they go you so, have all this stuff because you can write it off that's what you have. <laughs> right so i i what i i wanted to do a thing where it was like here's how i got my first radio job and i wanted the sound of a typewriter and i didn't like the sound of a of a typewriter so of course i start googling and i end up on a typewriter repair um 
uh, website. Uh-huh. And so I, I bought, and it was, it was pretty expensive, <laughs> a couple hundred bucks. I, I bought a, a, a refurbished typewriter from 1931. So this is a, uh, a Remington, and it's like. Uh-huh. Oops. And it, it jams all yeah. the time. So what I'll do is yeah, I'll play this thing and then talk. I don't think I can talk at the same time. But anyway, um, I, I digress. This is why I ordered this thing, and it said, you know, when, it, when, the, when, the, when it came through Amazon, through their used department, it said, you may also like the Acme uh, police siren. Yeah, so I said, of course I would. <laughs> There's a long way of saying this is, and I know I know you folks have been have been through this. You know, you might also like, you know, is yeah. a, is, a, is a big factor. So when you, so if you if you're more analog like John is, and you do not want the digital version of the of the noises that cover up the sound of you slurping, then you can buy, you spend hundreds of dollars for your stage show and buy the original version of all of these things. Uh, I just cannot I cannot believe that slurping noodles is enough of a problem. That you need to buy a specialty fork, but apparently there are more people like you out there than I thought. If you want to order the slurping noodles thing, you go to um, it's called Odohiko, and you go to store.nissin.com. N i s s i n. Probably order a bunch of cup of noodles in bulk from there. Why don't you wrap this up? While I, I was I'll, about I'll, to. I'll, I'll, I was. I'll provide the teletype. Oh, sound that's behind amazing. It. Well, if you like this show, and why wouldn't you? We just talked about a slurp-proof fork and uh, analog typewriters. Then go ahead and rate, comment, and subscribe on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Intelligence for Life, the podcast. And of course, please, if you like this, tell your friends about it and uh, give us feedback on what you want to hear us talk about in the future. If you'd like to follow up and want to give us feedback, facebook.com slash John Tesh or at John Tesh on Twitter. You can, you can at him. I am facebook.com slash Gib Gerard or at Gib Gerard on all of the social media platforms. Uh, Come see us live in concert. If you want to see us live in concert, do this shtick in in person. Teshmusic.com. We're getting ready to go on a couple of Christmas tour dates and then all into 2018. We have all kinds of stuff coming up. Christmas. So go ahead and check that out. Tour dates. Are you, yeah, and you're typing that up and nobody's ever going to see it. Yeah, but it's really, it works, actually. And finally, just a reminder that our show today is brought to you by Virtue Labs. Virtue Labs is that new hair care brand we were talking about. The goal is giving everyone the best hair scientifically possible via an incredible new human identical protein, Alpha Keratin 60KU. It's the same keratin that's in your hair. It has the power to resurface, fill in cracks from damage, and that means more bounce more shine, and more life for your hair. And what that means is next time you see me on a Facebook Live, you can say, my gosh, he's got such bouncy hair. Unbelievable. And now you, too, can have John's bouncy hair. Find it in Virtue Lab's line of shampoos, conditioners, and styling products. If you're ready to experience it, listeners can now try Virtue at 10% off and get free shipping with the code TESH. So visit VirtueLabs.com and place your order using the special code TESH, T-E-S-H.